Greetings, Tome Show listeners. This is Aaron, your junior editor, coming to you at the top of the show to just let you know that while the conversation in this episode of The Roundtable is spirited, insightful, and informative, it also contains some adult language. So, if you're listening with a party of adventurers, please make sure that everyone has the necessary experience points to handle the coming encounter. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the D&D Roundtable, your premier source for D&D news. We cover everything D&D from Wizards of the Coast. We cover updates from the convention circuit. We cover new and exciting products, casts and streams, and events for D&D. We cover happenings in organized play. If it's D&D related, we cover it here. Music, Industrious Ferret, is by Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Hey, we'd really appreciate it if you dropped us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks! Support for The Tome Show comes from Noble Knight. From Noble Knight. Noble Knight? Night? Thousands of tabletop gamers use a Noble Knight to sell new and out-of-print games and products at a discounted price. Noble Knight will also buy back the game products you aren't using anymore. NobleKnight.com, the brick-and-mortar online store where out-of-print is available again. Tell them the Tome Show sent you. I use Noble Knight. You do? I love it. Welcome to this episode of the Roundtable. Today we're going to be talking about uh, an event that is uh, very near and dear to me and raises money for a great cause. And we have uh, with us um, from the D8 Summit, uh, Connor Self, and he's going to tell us about uh, the D8 Summit, what it is, why they do it, and why it's so amazing. Um, So... First, though, we're going to get things started off with our get-to-know-you question, which is... I have a particularly devious get-to-know-you question. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Ladies and gentlemen, what is your favorite game that is not Dungeons & Dragons? Dun, dun, dun! Have you ever been asked this one before, Ginny? Uh... Yeah, and I always forget what I say, so I always have to come up with a new one. It's my favorite <laughs> game other than D&D right now. It changes. Like, obviously, your favorite game changes. Your third favorite dinosaur changes every once in a while. Your 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 fourth favorite restaurant in town changes every once in a while. That's totally okay. Well, my current favorite non-D&D game is going to be... Ticket to Ride, and I'm going to cheat and say all the versions, because you can't just pick one, because we have several of them here. It's 
easy to teach people. Um, there's strategy. You can fuck the other players over. And I mean, in, it, in my tribe, it's called Angry Trains. It's really, it's just really got all the hallmarks of a great game and a good way to lose friends. Mm. <laughs> it's not Settlers of Catan, though. No, 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 yeah, Settlers is a, that's a game. No wood for sheep jokes mm. and Ticket to Ride. My, uh, my husband's family uses Settlers of Catan uh, as scream therapy, which was news to me when I joined their family. <laughs> oh, man, that would, that's, that's true. I yell at my sister when we play. Wow. All right. Well, Gar, what is your favorite non D and D game? Okay. So, so I I I love Ticket to Ride. I really really like Settlers of Catan, but my my favorite number two game is Cards. I'm I'm a huge Cards player. Oh um, neat. What games? I, I grew up um I grew up uh, as a kid playing gin rummy, um, as a Midwestern uh. A Midwestern guy here, um, euchre is is the go-to game whenever you can get together people that know it. Um, if you if you haven't ever played euchre, it's a it's a trick-taking game, um, similar to uh, hearts or spades, um, but uh, played with a much smaller deck and it's a lot more cutthroat than those games. Um, I, I I I've always liked cards because it's all about the social experience with cards, right? Like there, there's very few games of cards that are so complicated or difficult that you can't just sit and have a conversation while you do it with the people you're sharing the table with. Yeah, that's you know. Point. So and, gonna... and so, so I, I, that that's that's sort of that's sort of why I go the cards route. I think. So we're finding time to play gin rummy at the D8 Summit. You can you can get me in gin rummy. Uh, I've uh, uh, three dragon ante. I don't know that one. I'm good at gin rummy oh, though. Three, three dragon ante is a lot of fun. It's cute. I I chased you know those those golden dragon coins that they made. Uh, yeah. that, that, I got yeah, I got a lot are, of them. Yeah, I chased those things like they were challenge coins <laughs> for the military. Like anything I could do to score one of those. Um, and and I've got just a bag of of water Davian coins so that if we're playing three dragon ante, we can throw metal on the table and and hear it clink against each other, and it's awesome. So. That's pretty amazing. I'd love to see a, a picture of that. Since All right. I sadly, will not make it to the eighth. Right. I'm bringing I, the dragon coin oh. to contribute to the horde. That's it. Ooh, you're adding to the dragon horde. Nice. Uh, Paige, answer your own devious question, man. <sighs> yeah. So if I went purely by number of hours played, it would probably be settlers. If I went purely by number of hours played in the last five years, it'd probably be Witcher three. <sighs> But I'm gonna limit it to I'm gonna limit it to role playing games just to kind of maintain my sanity, and I'm gonna call it a tie. Uh, I'm gonna call it a I'm gonna call it a three way tie and cheat like a dirty cheater uh-huh. between our own homemade hack of Deadlands, fourth edition Legend of the Five Rings, and Shadowrun. You, edition unspecified. You trying to summon an edition more on our page? That, no, no. I'm just I like Shadowrun editions are a thing. Like they're just a thing. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna state an edition for that. As for Legend of the Five Rings, the fourth edition and fifth edition are very different games by very different companies, and I just happen to to dig the fourth edition game better. Mm, all right. <laughs> so. 
Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, if, if you ever are running a game like that, Paige, uh, of, of uh, Legend, please let me know, because I have been itching um, to play uh, some East Asian-themed fantasy for a long time um, and, and just don't ever see it anywhere I go. Yeah, they they do have an organized play campaign. I have not interacted with it for a while, but um, for a while it was really good. For a while it was really good. It scratched a lot of role-playing itches. Nice, nice. But let's talk about the D8 Summit. So our special guest on the D&D Roundtable is Connor Self, who is, are you the organizer? Would we call you the Grand Poobah? What is <laughs> no. your title? No, 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 that, that's not fair. I'm actually, I'm just one of five members on the volunteer board. Um, so I've, I've just been with it the longest, but that doesn't, I, I cannot knock um, the other four who work incredibly hard to, to pull this thing off. All right, uh, so Connor, Connor Self is 20% of the brains and brawn and stunning good looks behind the <laughs> D8 Summit which is a convention, and he's going to tell us... So give us the elevator pitch. Like, if you're in an elevator and you're like, hey, I'm running this convention, here's what it's about, here's why you should come. So what, what, I, uh, what I tell people is like, hey, uh, do you like games? Imagine you could go and play games, but know that just by playing games, you're helping people that really need it. And that's the D8 Summit. Um, so, uh, we run, um, it, in the past it was two, this year it's three, three days of games from 9am to midnight, um, where all of the money that we raise, uh, for this event is turned back and given to this amazing charity in our area called Illinois Valley Pads. Um, you've probably tell seen us, a, Tell us a about whole... Illinois Valley Pads. Okay. So... Illinois Valley Pads is a homeless shelter network. Um, they have two shelters that serve two rural Illinois counties. Um, and, uh, and what they do is pretty special, right? So they, so it's a homeless shelter in a rural community. The needs are very, very different uh, for those of us that, that live away from the big cities. And uh, imagine being homeless in a place where you, you, know, you, you can't get around uh, without a car. Uh, and, uh, and sometimes the opportunities are really light. Um, and, uh, and it's so, so it presents a bunch of very unique challenges. Um, and they actually approach it from this really, really innovative approach, which involves a combination of, help, uh, of helping people get back on their feet, helping them locate low cost rent, uh, rental housing, uh, helping uh, teach job skills and 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 perhaps the part that makes us support the most um, is that they keep families intact. Uh, the number one reason if you, if you ever speak with a family that's homeless that has elected not to go to a homeless shelter when when they fall on bad times, it's they don't go because they're they don't want their family to be split up. And a lot of homeless shelters do that. They they take families, intact families, and break them up because uh, by gender usually, um, and so they they house uh, men in one portion of the facility and women in another portion. And if there are kids, they'll they'll stay in the area with the women up until a certain age. Um, and 
And so it actually takes the biggest form of support that, that people have when they're in a tough situation, which is family, and, and rips it up into pieces. And, um, and so a lot, of, uh, a lot of families would simply choose to live out on the streets uh, or to crash in a house where they're not going to get services like job placement and, and training or, um, or simply sleep out of their car. Um, I, I, I work as, um, as a school counselor, and I, I, I honestly can't even give you a good estimate in the years I've been doing it of how often I hear uh, my own students that they've stayed in a car with their family rather than go to a homeless shelter because they would be split up. All right, I mean, so you it's say your, your own students. So tell us about your students and a little about who you are on on Monday through Friday, nine to five. <laughs> Monday to Friday, nine to five. And by uh, by Monday to Friday, nine to five, I mean like Monday through Saturday, seven a.m. to seven p.m. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> about your tell us about your Muggle life. Uh, my Muggle life. Okay, so uh, I am a uh, mental health counselor. Um, I work in a public school, um, providing um, school counseling services. Uh, and um, in my, I work in an elementary school. Um, as opposed to a high school, which means I spend less time working on getting uh, people college letters or class schedules, and I spend more time providing um, immediate counseling and behavioral services for students um, and family supports for families that come in who have issues. Um, I help get them connected um, with people that can help them. Um, it's it's amazingly cool work. Uh, I work in a, uh, in a rural school district uh, with... Uh, my school has a low 70% poverty rate. The district as a whole is in the 80s percent um, for uh, so, so you're poverty. working intimately with a community where homelessness is a very real problem and even for the people that are currently in a home, a very real threat. Very much. Yeah, you, you're, we're talking about housing insecurity, food insecurity, um, a lack of medical care. Uh, I mean, th these are these are very real concerns uh, for our community, um, and so anything that we can do um, to help this community is is is, um, is sorely needed. the The shelter that uh, that I work with again, Illinois Valley Pads. Um, I don't work with them. I, I we volunteer for them, uh, putting on the D8 summit. They only get 5% of their funding from the state and the other 95% has to come from private sources. Um, and so those private sources are us. They're the people in the community. Um, and the D8 Summit's one of their biggest fundraisers each year. Um, and and it, it's wow. amazing. It's, it's amazing because uh, it, it sort of fell in their lap. Um, so, so several years ago, uh, there was a town just south of Ottawa, Illinois, southwest called Naplate, Illinois. There was this huge tornado that, that tore through about two weeks before our convention, the D8 Summit, uh, and it just knocked that town off the map. Now, at this time, it was our second D8 Summit, and it, it, it didn't have a charity component to it at all. Um, it was just a, a way to get cool events and Adventures League epics and other things into our community because we were rural and all those things were very much clustered in the big cities at that time. So um, when that happened, uh, we, we were just like, wow, so many families lost their homes. What can we do you know, to try to help? I'm, I'm like, we're two weeks out from an event where we're going to get people together. What can we do to help? And 
we got to talking, uh, the three of us that were working together on the DH Summit at the time, and uh, we're like, well, you know, this this organization, IV Pads, they're taking in donations and then turning it back around to the people that need it the most, and the um, families that are homeless, they're pulling them in and, and housing them in the shelter. Um, how about we support them? And it's just gone from there um, because not only do they step up in an emergency, um, but they're there for people even, you know, when when the when the emergency is a community, when it's just individual families or or individuals, they step up um, and help too. They take that they take that mission very seriously. So we couldn't we honestly couldn't support. A better quality charity, charity, I don't think. So, so after this disaster, you discovered a need within your community and decided to turn the mission of the D8 Summit Convention to fundraising for this particular charity. Exactly. That that was the moment that it switched from the D8 Summit Convention uh, to the D8 Summit Charity Convention, and it's been a charity convention ever since. Um, so, and did you have to convince the board or a board, or did somebody else uh, come with the idea and everybody was on it immediately? How did how did that go? What was that conversation? Well, there were three of us at the time when we were talking about uh, making it a charity, and uh, we just had that discussion. We hashed it out between us, and um, it, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's uh, we talk about, you know, in, in which way is this event going to do the most good? Um, convention running for those of you that don't know. Um, you know, you're 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 never going to get rich off of it. You're not going to you're not going to satisfy the, the dreams of of just doing the convention and not having to have a job the rest of the year. It's it's largely it's a labor of love. Um, you you do it because you want to provide something back for the community. It's just that this is a a great way to ter- take that event that does something for the community, provides a fun experience for people, and then turns it into a force for good in the community that lasts past the game table and and can help you know year round the money that we raise is is used year round and and the other the other cool thing is that we we do the fundraising in in april um by then most people that donate to homeless shelters have forgotten that homeless shelters even exist um they uh, most donations are received in the months leading into the uh the fall and winter holidays you know, so so American Thanksgiving, uh, uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, Eid. You know, they they receive most of their donations then, and then people sort of forget after the new year. And so this is a nice shot in the arm for their fundraising that they need desperately. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so how how do you? What is the format for how you raise this? Like, did you guys have to form a 5013C corporation in order to do this, or had you already had one of those for the convention? How, what, what's the structure behind this? Well, we are forming a 501c3 right now. Um, it's gotten to the size and the point where it's it's a necessity. Um, before that's, it was just, just that's some an people exciting adventure. Money. It's an exciting legal adventure. Oh boy, oh boy. We just did our 501c3 for Save versus Hunger. Congratulations. How did that go? I didn't have to do anything, but somebody else on the board did it. Congratulations. It, you didn't have to do anything. On that on that task. On that. Yeah. On it's me. it's huge. It's a lot of work. Um I can put you in contact with the the, the two ladies who did handle it, but they used this um 
website that kind of guided them through it because um, it, forming a 501c3 can be a, a daunting task. And I mean, that could be something that prevents a lot of people from having an entirely charitable organization. But I mean, while it's a lot to do, um, it's, it's really not that difficult. And so like, I mean, ha running a charity convention myself, or sorry, being part of the board that runs a charity convention because we cannot do this without our teams. Right. Uh, I, you know, highly encourage people to to look into that because, like you said, it's a an easy way to do good all year round. Do good when it's most needed. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna throw this out there because because Ginny is being super duper humble right now. Any listeners, in case you didn't know, Save versus Hunger is like the gold standard for charity conventions um, that are out there. Um, and, it raises and uh, raises money for the Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee, which the last time I checked, which admittedly was a couple years ago, had a perfect rating from Charity Navigator. They bring a lot of food to a lot of people who really need it. They do, and, and you know, much like uh, Illinois Pads, they serve um, not only Knoxville, which is a larger city in Tennessee, but um, a, a very small city, I have learned. Um, but they serve um, all of rural East Tennessee. Um, they wow. take their mobile food pantries out. They provide food to schools. Um, they take it to um, el elderly living communities and, you know, things like that. They have a lot of really um, valuable programs in addition to just being a food bank and being somewhere people can come to get food. Um, and, and so we're, you know, really excited to partner with them because, I mean, we're, we're from Tennessee. A lot of us um, didn't start out very well off, so we've been in that situation um, where you, maybe you don't know where your next meal is coming from. And it's, it's so great to have an organization like that that, like, you don't have to feel ashamed. You can go. They make you feel welcome. They get you what you need. And we provide a lot of help for them because every $1 that we raise provides three meals. And last year we raised um, $18,000. And, and I think this points out to a really interesting phenomenon that I believe is um, kind of newly being discovered in the gr larger metro tabletop role-playing gamer community, which is that the hobby has matured to the point where a lot of the community leaders are 30-something, 40-something, 50-something, 60-something, kids, mortgage, whatever, and many of them are happily in the middle class or maybe even doing better than that, and they have... Um, a real enthusiasm to give to good causes, like the Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee, like the Illinois Valley um, pads. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's great that you can not only go out and pursue your hobbies, but in the process, do good, do absolutely good. Because I, I don't care what your politics are. Every gamer I've ever met believe that people should have shelter and that they should eat. Yep. No, absolutely. And I'm sure it's your experience as well as mine, Connor, that um, <laughs> gamers like to give it, you know, um, it, you know, uh, that feeling of um, being a little bit self-serving, um, maybe that feeling of 
completing a like a side quest you've helped uh, someone in need um mm -hmm. or you know you've got to spend all this gp on something right <laughs> <laughs> and 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 i i've always told people that, that you can't spend years and years and years pretending to be a hero without maybe learning a little bit about what it means to be a hero in real life too right and that, you, yeah. you yeah absolutely that is absolutely right Okay, well, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the actual things that the D8 Summit does that raise the money? Okay, so um, so we are a three-day convention. We run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Grand Bear Lodge and Resort in Utica, Illinois, which is a scenic area of rural Illinois nestled about an hour to an hour and a half outside of the city of Chicago metro. Um, it's a small little touristy town set in a river valley. Uh, it's an amazing place to go on vacation. Um, the resort is right across the street from uh, the most uh, the most scenic <laughs> park in the state of Illinois, which is Star Rock State Park. There are waterfalls uh, somewhere near there, there because my mother several. my mother will not stop sending me links to them. Yeah, so St. Louis is is a beautiful waterfall, but there's several there. Um, the the limestone bluffs, the uh, the bald eagles that roost there on the river, and you can just watch them sailing around in the sky lazily. Um, there's lots of history, lots of uh, of of of. It confronts your views about the experience of Native Americans in the 1800s um, and and it gets you thinking about what we can do to try to treat people with more fairness now. Um, it's, 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 it's a neat park. It has better, the park has better attendance than a lot of national parks. Um, so, so it's right across the street from there. So, you know, it's one convention where you can leave the convention, do some top rated hiking and sightseeing, then come back to the convention and game some more. Oh my God. Okay. So you've said all the magic words. So mom, I know you're going to be listening to this. Yes. I'll take you there. He said eagles, <laughs> waterfalls, hiking, camping. All right. Eagles, waterfalls, hiking, camping, uh, Native American history and, and artifacts. Great, great thing. <laughs> okay, so um, so we're at a resort. Uh, we try to provide our, – our goal with it is uh, we try to provide a, a, a top quality gaming experience for attendees. Um, and so – uh, we, we have it at a nice facility. Um, we provide um, uh, a, a number of, um, it has a number of amenities, indoor water park. Um, we have lots of private nooks and spaces. All right, all right, all right. Indoor oh. water park. Indoor water park, yes. Back up and expand on that point, please. <laughs> bring your spouse, bring your kids, vacation for everyone. Bring your spouse, bring your kids, vacation for everyone. Yes, this is a very family-friendly event. And um, and so it's not uncommon for people to bring their kids and the kids play some and then go to the and go to the water park or people get up early in the morning, go for a run over in the state park and then come over to play. That's <laughs> that's that's the sort of of experience that we have. It's it's um, we it's we, we provide the, the the top gaming content from champions in our community. Um, we have a huge Adventurers League offering, but um, Pathfinder and Starfinder are there, Call of Cthulhu. Um, this year we have a Dungeons and Dragons themed escape room available for attendees to Whoa, to tell me more about that. Oh man, I'm excited. <laughs> so Fuzzy Logic is a company um, out of Chicagoland here, um, and they run escape rooms nationally uh, for conventions, top-rated uh, escape rooms. Uh, and they put together a Dungeons & Dragons-themed escape room for the D8 Summit. 
so there's there's that that that's going to be pretty cool. I haven't played through it, so I can't give you any tips or pointers. Um, but but that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, we we have Star Wars Legion this year, so for the first time having our uh, premiere of uh, of tabletop miniatures gaming, um, and we've got tournament play for that. We have board game events, and um, it's it's. It's just it's just pretty neat. Um, we we house. How, how many people are you expecting this year? <sighs> We're expecting upwards of five hundred people this year, Paige. Um, so so it 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 could be something else. Uh, that to give, is a lot of people. Yeah, to give you an idea, last year we had two hundred and seventy people at the D8 summit. Um, but we're, we, we're expecting that we could see upwards of 500. So we're making the accommodations and the space available to, to, um, to handle that many people. We had to expand our volunteer base. We added five new play areas <laughs> to the one that we had um, just to try to accommodate those people and, and give them the, a top quality experience. Cause I mean, that's our goal. Um, we want people to be completely happy there. So we, um, we have a nice facility that we try to utilize in the best way because happy people donate more money to charity. It's so true. Yeah. We so, yeah. so let's talk about that. So obviously if I'm going to go to the convention, I have to pay to get a badge, right? You do. And then I pay to play particular games. You do. Um, so, so we have hundreds of events over the course of the weekend um, that, that you can participate in um, across. Uh, uh, we have, I believe this year, 50 tables um, at any given time. Upwards of 40 of them could be running Adventurers League games simultaneously. Um, and because uh, a lot of people like Dungeons and Dragons and, and that, that's a pretty big offering. Uh, there's the Adventures League content, and you would get event tickets for the things that you would like, um, and uh, you would coordinate that with friends, or even just show up to a table and play with strangers, because uh, strangers are just friends you haven't met yet, especially in the in the right atmosphere. Uh, I'm and, excited and, to meet 400 and something new friends. It it it, it is a room of friends, um, and let me tell you, it's 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 the closest thing to a family reunion um, that. Uh, that that I experience on an annual basis, so it's pretty neat. Um, you would get event tickets. Uh, we have some really cool swag, um, and we do this uh, we do this thing where if you don't like your dice rolls, um, you can spend a dollar and re-roll it. And we collect together all those dollars. Oh, and that that's that's how you get donations. That that is the number one source. Am- like my hobbies are all playing games, many of which involves dice. You know what I am really bad at? Rolling dice. Exceptionally oh, you're, you're, you're bad at them. it. You're great at rolling dice, Paige. You roll dice all the time. You just do it poorly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. She rolls the dice fantastically. The odds yeah. are just against her. Yeah. Paige, yeah. if you were aiming for low with all the ones that you normally get, you know you'd roll a twenty, right? Every single time, like every single time, I've tried it. Like there's certain games where rolling low is actually good. Like the original In Nomine game is one of those, and uh, and that does not work for me either. I will always roll high rolls. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, Star Trek Adventures is a lot like that too. That's a great game if if you haven't tried it. Um, that that is an awesome game to play. Um, but yeah, so so that's how we we actually that's the biggest source of donations. But we also have a charity a charity silent auction, 
um, where we uh, what where kind we of have, stuff do you have to auction this year? Oh boy, so um, so I don't know if anybody has heard this or not yet. If 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 you if you aren't uh, closely in touch with the D and D community, um, the next major release for Dungeons and Dragons is um, a, a a campaign called Salt Marsh. Um, I believe the book is called Ghosts of Salt Marsh. Am I right? Yes. And I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. And uh, we have a number of 3D printed tactical ships, different makes, different styles. Ooh, please, please take my money. Yeah, and and so and so those are there. Um, we have. Um, I, I'm. I heard that we're going to get a Durnan's Tavern Neon. <laughs> um, Wow, that's pretty cool. So Durnan's Tavern, not Yawning Portal. Uh, Well, it it could be Yawning Portal. I'm not 100% certain. I haven't seen it yet. No, Um, it's Durnan's Tavern at the Yawning Portal. Come on. It could be. (laughs) So so I I haven't seen it yet. Um, A friend of mine is having it commissioned just to donate it. Um, There's a, oh boy, and oh, the certs. Oh, the the Adventures League documents. Yeah. yeah, the we have um we have amazing friends in, in Wizards of the Coast and Adventures League that and they really care about about charity and, and Jenny can speak to this because she knows. Um uh, it's they if if there's a good cause, they want to help however they can. And uh, Yes. And so they, they donate some really amazing exclusive certs for the D eight summit. Um, like well, you'll have to be there to find out. Oh no, no! Well, I was they've announced one. I was given permission to announce all three of them. Oh, oh! Tell yeah. us more then. I didn't get permission until today, though. I'm just like, can I please tell people? Oh, we've got the scoop. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is the first time Te- I've actually said it out loud. Already out in the wild, but sure, sure. It is. You had to watch through a 45 second video, though. Um. So, <laughs> so I, long. I might have already done that. <laughs> so there, um, so they donated uh, three de- uh, campaign documents uh, for the volunteers of the D8 Summit. Um, they're receiving um, uh, a cert that uh, uh, that provides background information. Their characters help volunteer their time uh, to a homeless shelter in Waterdeep, um, and in return can call upon uh, their help with shelter and food and healing potions for the characters kind of cool it's, uh, you spend downtime volunteering uh, at, that, at the homeless shelter and then can get healing potions for it oh man do I have a cleric who's ready to donate oh her time yeah she yep. loves so, she loves the little kids yeah and it's, it's pretty cool you know they're they, these volunteers are spending their time they're donating their time to the d8 summit um, to get and and as a return they're getting a certificate that allows their characters to donate their time also to a homeless shelter um so but uh it, you know it, it's it's a it's a pretty very cool meta thing. yeah it's very meta um there is a cert uh that gives you a link dog companion uh-huh yeah Pedro, is, there, is that the angry alley cat Keep no, no, this is the cert he has not mentioned yet. This is the one I haven't mentioned. Um, so the uh, the big cert that they uh, that they are going to donate to the D8 Summit this year is a campaign document that lets you play a tabaxi without using uh. a book. The, the, perhaps the 
one combination that, that people who are big in a Adventures League, the one that they've requested and requested and requested, and, uh, and this will be the first place. That ready, happens. ready, ready, I'm ready. It. Say it. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> I know what it is. I want to be it. Undo it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a plus one cert. Yeah. Yeah. No. What class though? What? Oh, oh yes, Swashbuckler. Oh, thank you. Tabaxi, Tabaxi <laughs> Swashbuckler. All right, everybody. You got it. D8. Yeah. D8. The whole D8. Of them after D8 Summit. To make They're... dreams come true. Exactly. And, and so and so those are those are going to make their way out into the wild. Um, and so uh, the cool thing is that, again, the money from uh, from attending the convention, getting the events, Reroll tickets, silent auction, um, buying cool swag like T-shirts and exclusive dice and stuff. All of that money, instead of going into somebody's pocket, uh, is turned around and it all goes to a homeless shelter. And um, and while there are a number of conventions that do charity and they and they do an amazing job, there are precious few conventions that are exclusively just there for the charity aspect. And Save versus Hunger does it the best. And but uh, us, uh, we at we at uh, the D8 Summit um, have been longtime friends with with uh, with Ginny and and others with the uh, with Save vs Hunger and I mean she knows I've like messaged hey give us ideas on ways to do this better <laughs> so that we can learn and 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 from each other and how to do better jobs. Happy to share the same ideas with anyone who wants to know them, as I'm sure are you. Um, Absolutely. And then, you know, actually, that's a pretty good segue. So, running a charity convention, running a successful charity convention, are there um, any lessons that, that you've learned while trying to get to this point? Because, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get started, get off the ground, or just, you know, things you've kind of picked up. Don't do it by yourself. Oh, oh my God, that... That should be the golden rule. Yeah, if 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 you're looking at starting it up, uh, if there's some if there, if you if you take it upon yourself to start to go beyond the game day, and and step into the actual full convention role, from the beginning, find and 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 learn how to do this with other people who share your passion. Delegate. Delegate. And then, and then delegate. And then delegate some more. Yeah. Because uh, it, it can't all be done by uh, yourself. And, and even when you do have a great team, um, you, you'll find that there's still more than you can do. Oh, always. You know? Always. I mean, yeah, I mean, even the Avengers have a team. So you know, superheroes can't do it alone. Right. You don't feel the need to try and take everything on your shoulders. Um, and, yeah. find, and find people that have different skills than you, right? Yeah. So, um, so... The, you know, uh, our our board consists of five incredibly talented people and a number of other volunteers who, even if they're not on the board, are are incredibly involved. Um, and and each each of them, uh, you know, uh, Chewy, James, uh, Jackie, Jason, um, Josh, uh, Jonathan, um, they all bring these these amazing talents to the table um, and uh, and and help fill in. Uh, those holes. So it, it's really nice. It's really nice. And yeah, like I said, I'm going to give a, a shout out to the other seven members of the Save versus Hunger Board because we, we've got our talents. Uh, I I couldn't do what most of them do 
um, I would just go insane. Uh, Jay, Steven, Kevin, Nikki, Stacy, uh, Beth. Oh, and me. I, I was like, who have I left out? <laughs> uh, bless. I mean, just, yeah. Take your team. Don't take them for granted. But, I mean, with a dedicated group, I mean, really, you can accomplish anything. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you, how did you become involved with the D8 Summit? Like one day you're kind of kind of minding your own business, working your your job, doing some D and D maybe at the game store. Now you're involved with D8 Summit. How? What was that? How did that happen? So uh, before I, w- I was with the D8 Summit, I was a local coordinator for the Adventures League, um, and, uh, and I a helped. Pretty darn good one. Uh, you know. I tried really hard. Uh, there, you know, it was a labor of, of love for a lot of us, and and there were people that did, did amazing work, including you, Ginny. Um, and and a special shout out to the coordinators that maybe didn't even have a title, you know, but did the the you know the heavy lifting of coordinating events too. Shout out to you, Paige. Oh man, I, Paige's name was better known than mine ever was, and still I is. I liked not being officially on the roster. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Yeah, your local coordinator, Paige," and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Incorrect. Reverse that." <laughs> no. Um. So. Uh, so I did that, and eventually, uh, 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 this guy I knew was like, "My dream was always to start up a convention." So what? What do you think about helping to pitch this? Uh, pitch this thing uh, you're a local coordinator you know some people Let, let's do this let's bring some events to north central illinois out here in in the middle of the cornfields and so that's how it started i i was asked how did you get the name d8 summit um it's a terrible pun i i, I and now you will <laughs> share it okay so uh the d8 summit is a playoff I, I really the name the g8 summit which is the gathering of the eight most powerful economies in the world uh they, they get together and plan fiscal and economic strategy with each other and it's currently the g7 it's g7 summit because you know they they said russia you can't come until you play nicer in the pool but that's that's what it is. We we run the D eight summit, uh, where we come to discuss lot. important yeah. going on in D and D. Come up with some policies. No, no adventures. We come up with adventures. We come up with adventures, um, and the uh, the D eight summit has the most adventures and the best adventures. Um, to to paraphrase an influential person in our society, no, no, we don't have the we don't have the best, but we have a lot of really good adventures. Um, because we, we instead of bringing together powerful economies, we try to bring together powerful voices in the community, talented authors and writers, um, to share their stories, the stories that they wrote with attendees. That's that's exactly what I was about to say. I think you might not have the most um, whatever you just said, but you might, but you probably <laughs> do have the most authors. You get well, an impressive number. We have over so twenty who's, authors who's coming here. this year. Uh, your plus one is coming, Paige. Um, oh, as a matter of <laughs> fact, he is. As a matter of fact, he is. So, I would be there if I wasn't having major surgery next week. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Uh, even if you're not there in person, you are totally in there in spirit. And, and absolutely, we, you are going to get way too many text messages with way too many pictures, more than you're going to ever want to see. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> can we get uh, a, can we get a hyena mask and put it on a chair? 
Sure. I, I will happily send you a hyena <laughs> page in spirit. So, so um, we, we have over 20 authors there that are going to be running their concreated adventures and author only adventures. Um, Claire Hoffman of adventurers league is going to be there. Um, I hear rumors that maybe will she be running her Mulhorandi stuff. Uh huh. Yes. At the oh, moment. for those of you who have Fancier not played them before, uh, Claire is a fabulous author. She's been doing Dungeons and Dragons and writing adventures for Dungeons and Dragons for about 40, 40 years. years. Yeah, about 40 years. So she like she may not know everything, but if Claire don't know it, it's really not worth knowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she's writing these really cool set of adventures that are kind of a, a power struggle between different... Uh, uh, Mulhorandi priesthoods and uh, it's Mulholland in the Forgotten Realms is very akin to Egypt uh, and it's very cool. They're very cool. Yeah. You might die. It's a lot of fun though. It, death is certainly a probability. Yep. Uh, we, we have we have writers coming from all the coasts. East coast, west coast, south coast and, and central coast. <laughs> so um, Jenny is going to be there. Names. Names. Jenny's going to be cool. there. Uh-huh. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Uh, uh, Garrett Cologne uh, from the the uh, the uh, Roll Initiative is going to be coming out to run some of his adventures. Um, oh wow, just the names. Uh, Marcelo Vas Vela uh, Cruz um, and uh, Jesse Swinton. Yeah. Uh, and and the the ever amazing Fenway Jones and wow I, I I I if without that splat list in front of me it's it's pretty it's pretty difficult just to go down the list because there's so many names all right, all right I got it Rachel Ventura Rachel Ventura oh she's so cool and she she does the best cosplay Jenny you're uh she uh has a couple roles that she's gonna be playing in her big multi-table all right, events all right, all right. Back, back up back up I'm gonna let you finish Oh, but uh, but Connor Self had the best mind flare cosplay <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> it was it was terrifying. So yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, it's terrifying for me on the inside too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so claustrophobic. Oh but, man. But uh, but totally worth it because the look on people's faces. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Uh, Mike Menza, uh, Fenway's plus one will also be appearing. Aaron Jones, Zombie Joe. Eric Wibberd, Alex Kuros, ah man, sorry Kurosky. Alex, sorry Alex. He he does the twenty sides to every story. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca podcast. Porter, Jason Pesh, Jeremy Arnold, whoop, whoop. who For also me. runs a pretty cool con. He Jeez. sure does. And I'm good at reading lists. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you talk all these people into coming out to the D8 Summit? Well, um, so in, as, um, as listeners might not, might not be aware, but um, the individuals in our community that, that, that work really hard to put on these events, we get to know each other pretty well. Um, we see each other a lot, talk to each other um, in person and, and online quite a bit, and, and we try to help each other out whenever we can. Um, and I spend... I, as well as a lot, the other members of the board, we spend a lot of our time donating it to other conventions, other events, 
um, to, to try to help those events be successful. Um, everything from local events in the Chicagoland area to amazing regional events like ZeechCon, HoosierCon, um, to even national events like like GaryCon and GameholeCon. Uh, you can find members for, of, of our community here in North Central Illinois with the D8 Summit. We, we attend and, and work these things as hard as we can to make them awesome for attendees. Um, and, and so after that, we just like, hey, you want to come help us? You know, we were nice to you. Exactly. And you ask. That's it. You ask. You ask. You're nice to them and you ask. And then we all say, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You, are there drinks involved? Yes. There is an open, there, there is a bar at, at the D8 Summit. Yes, they do serve. Oh, oh, okay. And yeah, and there's also too. an ice cream store. Yeah, Just say it. I and obviously I will... failed in my negotiations. He said, will you come? And I, and I immediately went, yeah. I didn't ask for anything else. What was I doing? Oh, oh you're, you're getting more, Jenny. Just <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I know. You're going <laughs> to spoil me. We, we are going to because uh, another thing that community members might not know, writing these adventures, the people that are coming that wrote these adventures, they have poured their hearts and souls into this. And a typical adventure t takes over a hundred hours worth of work so to write long. to write a good adventure and you're not going to make a lot of money off of it you're doing it for uh i guarantee you you would make more money working a hundred hours at mcdonald's true story uh 100 yep so you're doing it because you want to share these stories so we try to treat them the way that they deserve yeah, so um, we, we, we try to take good care of the authors that come and share the stories that they wrote. Um, and uh, then uh, we also work really hard. One of the things that we put in place um, is we do what, what, what we call an iron author competition, an iron R RPG author competition. And what we do is we, we feel that even in our community with the opening up of the DMs Guild, there are still a number of underrepresented uh, voices out there. Uh, we're we're, um, we're talking uh, individuals uh, of color. Uh, we're talking about uh, our uh, our gay, lesbian, and, and bisexual uh, brothers, sisters, and non and non-binaries. Um, we want we want to provide individuals. Uh, we're talking about uh, we're talking about women. Uh, the, these these communities are are underrepresented voices, and we try to give them a. a a spot where they can just say, hey, we are good writers. Come and read and enjoy our stuff. So we do an iron uh, RPG author competition where uh, people are encouraged to blind submit. And so we don't take into account how many times you've written. It doesn't matter to us. You could be a first-time writer or an experienced writer. Uh, you know, we don't take into consideration any Is factor. Is that open for this year? Could could people participate now, or is it something you have to do way before the con? It was open last year, but we had we had such an overwhelming response. I had to start pulling things down because we didn't have the infrastructure. There's so many people that want to be heard. We didn't have the infrastructure to review all of them. It was pretty amazing. Um, and this year we have six authors that are that are coming um, to share with us, um, including um, we have. Um, uh, 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 authors, because because it's blind, we have new authors who wrote better than experienced authors, who who who, who got spots. Um, our our authors um, are 
a, a pretty even split um, uh, as far as uh, gender. Um, we have we have uh, young authors, old authors, gay authors, ethnic minorities. Like it's it's amazing when you when you take all of all of those those um, um, those biases. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, when you remove them from the factor and you just let the voices shine through, you'd be amazed how much diversity you get. The good old boy network uh, just sort of falls away, and then the most talented people rise to the top, and they look a lot like America. They do. Oh, that is good to hear. That is it's, good to hear. It's, it's great. So um, diversity has always been a, a big a big deal for us. Uh, from the very beginning, we were from the very beginning we were a convention with an anti-discrimination and anti-harassment policy. Um, before it was required, before it was cool, we were doing it because um, because we believed in it from the beginning. Um, our events because have always you been thought about, it was the right thing to do. We've always been about acceptance. We think that everybody deserves a spot at our table. Everybody. So if you're willing to come and play and respect each other, why don't you come and play and then maybe head over to the bar with us after, you know, okay. if that's your thing. So if there's somebody in our audience that is listening to this and says, I've got to go to the D8 Summit. Yes. How, what do you tell them? What do they do? Well, so uh, the D8 Summit, you can find it on Tabletop Events. Uh, if you go to tabletop.events, uh, you can find the D8 Summit in the, in the listing. Uh, you can like us on Facebook if you like the D8 Summit Charity Convention. Uh, you can you can find us there. You can follow us on Twitter at D the number eight summit. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Jonathan Connor Self, uh, or on Twitter also. Um, the, and you know we uh, we and really all of these places will have links on how I get to the con and where I go and when to show up and Absolutely. how to get a ticket. You get maps. Uh, there's the link to buy your badge. It starts with getting a badge. From there, you can pick your events. You can uh, pre-order any swag that you want. Um, it has links to the hotel, maps to get there, um, links to other area um, uh, restaurants and everything because we like to give you br uh, ample breaks that allow you to go into the community and enjoy a local restaurant instead of just trying to grab food on the run and maybe get into the bathroom before your next game. You know, we, we, it's it's you, you have to come and see it. It is if if you haven't if you haven't actually been to the D8 Summit, I've been to a lot of conventions, and there's not very many that feel like this. So, what if someone can't actually get to the D8 Summit, like the can't afford the plane tickets, or can't take the time off, or you know, their family has a thing that weekend? If they wanted to send a little money your way, how would they do that? Well, if you go to the tabletop.events website, um, under under the uh, the get a badge link, uh, you actually can find a section which is just donations. Um, so you can you can elect to do that. Um, alternatively, uh, you can choose to uh, to uh, contact me. Uh, I have worked with other people in the community who uh, wanted to buy badges for individuals that uh, are currently residing in the homeless shelter. And I will try to, uh, and I will, I, I will hook them up with badges that you purchase. No matter, no matter how you do that, that money gets turned around back into um, the homeless shelter that needs it. So, um, and sometimes uh, Wizards of the Coast gives me items to, to silent auction through, uh, through 
face uh, through um, eBay. So sometimes I do that too. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that. Yeah, we we did that last year, uh, and it, it was pretty neat. Uh, somebody got a really hard to get um, item, and and over five hundred dollars was raised for the charity. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Cool. It's that's, really cool. That's amazing. That's, yeah. So no, um, so I, I and like I said, you could uh, find us on Facebook or on Twitter, and we will be incredibly responsive. We will walk you through every step if, if, if need be. Uh, if this is your first time considering going to a convention or your 5,000th, it doesn't matter. We will take the time to help you. You guys are just so great. I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of this this year. Um, you know, always been um, excited about the work you do. Um, so it's kind of a, a sad sad topic to move on to um, but um, you're doing something special this year um, is still benefiting the Illinois Valley pads um, in memory memorial of um, it's a very well regarded member of the community um, Rob Silva you wanna so Rob's Rob Silva uh, is a um, is a facet of our community, and um, that hasn't stopped after after his um, his completely way too early passing. Um, and he was he um, was incredibly close to a number of us. Um, he um, was an incredibly giving person. Incredible, like one of the most accepting people uh, that you would ever meet. Mm-hmm. Um, what and he just was so outgoing, and he loved life so much, and and he definitely embodied that philosophy of a stranger's just a friend you haven't met yet. Um, uh, he so he it just seemed like he knew everybody, and if he didn't know you, he was going to take the time to find you and get to know you. It, it's just how he was. Um, he was our. Um, I, I always joke and say, even uh, he might not have necessarily been our biggest supporter, although, but he was definitely our loudest supporter. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Rob. Like, so are like, you having a memorial service or? Yeah, sort of. Um, so uh, Rob Silva uh, w- is was invited to be one of our authors. Um, he wrote um, an an any nominated adventurer for um, that, uh, that that just gets high reviews, um, he was going to run those at the D8 summit. Uh, and and um, since his passing, he wouldn't be able to run those. So here's what we got going. Um, we we want to provide a safe space for friends um, to um, to remember Rob uh, at but also provide an event that is less about grieving and more about celebrating and healing. Uh, so um, we have invited a friend uh, who has a, has a soft spot for Rob's adventures, a, a friend of Rob's, to come and run those adventures for him. Those adventures are still listed as being run by Rob, by Rob Silva. Um, you, can lo- you can look for them, um, but, uh, but one of his close friends is going to be running those. Uh, we also have our convention T-shirts. Um, our convention T-shirts um, actually have 
um, a, a tasteful nod to him on the back. Uh, if you if you were to look at the front side features, our our Bardvark mascot this year, but on the back uh, there's actually a pair of initials and some dates and some wings, um, and 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 that actually commemorates our friend Rob, um, his his date of birth and and the and the time of his passing. Um, we have his favorite color was purple. That's real. That's real sweet. Yeah, his favorite color was purple. So just about every damn thing is purple. <laughs> like, like the the. Kitty and I both approve of that. The, the dice, dice is purple. purple. The t-shirts are purple. The, um, yeah, like uh, the coffee mug is. It has purple writing on it. Like there's purple, everywhere. Uh, the <laughs> dice are purple and glittery, and yeah. he would just think that was the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. it, yeah, it's it's cool, and and we uh, we also have um, we're opening an empty chair um, memorial. Uh, our empty chair is not specific to one person. Um, every single Rob Rob is 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 near and dear to myself and so many people that are coming to the convention. There are so many people out there who have that empty chair at their gaming table. Now that we're getting older, as you were talking about earlier, Paige, um, we're beginning to lose friends in our community. Um, and the empty chair is for, is for all of those people that we've lost along the way, all those fellow adventurers, um, all those heroes to have a, have a spot at our table. Um, and so, um, there's a banner there. We encourage anybody who's lost somebody special to them, um, to bring a photo. Um, and, uh, we will, uh, affix those to a banner. Uh, and 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 all of those people can can be there with us, um, if not in body and spirit, um, for that weekend. Um, oh, that's it, so sweet. It's and so and so way too many tears. Wait, it's 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 meant it's meant to be a spot for everybody, but it's you know it's it's meant to be a spot of healing, you know, and and you know we we don't want to forget our stories, um, and we don't want to forget theirs either. So that's that's something that we've got going that is a permanent memorial um rob rob's uh picture is going to be printed on the ba- on the banner but every year people can bring in items uh pictures uh dice things that they want and leave them at that memorial and then take them with them when they go um, well, that's very nice that, so, that's a lovely uh, a lovely way to remember Rob because he was a very prolific author, went to a lot of conventions, touched a lot of lives. Yeah, and in just very positive ways. So we're we're trying to we're we're trying to do him a square. Um, a lot of events in our area have raised money for Illinois Valley Pads um, because so many people were touched by Rob and and the way that he lived his life and his role in our community. So you've seen Ivy Pads fundraisers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but, it's been so, so touching. Okay, I'm trying not to cry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this 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 tiny little rural homeless shelter is probably like, where are all these donations coming from? Like everywhere, you know, everywhere. everywhere. It's 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 great. So. Oh. Well, so let's let's end this on a happy note. Yeah. Uh, so what? What is the one thing you're looking forward to most at the D8 Summit? You have one thing that you're just like, mm, that's going to be very tasty. <sighs> okay. Is this for yeah, me? Pa- Paige has good questions tonight. Okay. Cause, because for me, it, the answer was quick. Um, if if, uh, if you're, you're coming 
um, to uh, from to the D8 summit. First of all, thank you. Um, and and what you're what you're going to notice, um, and what you're what you're going to come for, and what you're going to notice is that it is a con where everybody's friendly, and the people there will bend over backwards for you. Um, and and we we take every um, every step that we can to make these events great. Um, I always joke and say it's where the epics are still epic because man, we fill a ballroom and it's all cosplay and uh, and we, we go above and beyond to try to make this just the coolest thing that you could go to. Now, if you ask me though, what I go for is the hugs. Aww. Hugs all weekend. It's, um, it is just a friendly, friendly thing and, um, I'm and so... Yeah, hugs. I'm bringing a bag of holding full of hugs. Oh, yeah. Well, Jenny, uh, everybody seems to know you, and and I'm certain that that many hugs will will be received and given uh, by you. Oh, uh, you're right. I should bring the haversack. You should. Yes. Uh, so you can access several compartments of hugs. Yeah, I, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna need more hugs. Yeah. So so that that is that's what I look forward to the most of the day summit is just the number of hugs and the amount of love and and friendship yeah yeah different feel different feel i'm telling you yeah it's a, it's a very nice con it's a very nice con warms my little heart <laughs> well i can't wait to finally have you jenny uh, just just so that we can show you the good time that you deserve at the, at the, but at the same time i'm gonna pick your brain mercilessly for ideas on how to improve right you know, you, you run, you run, you run the gold standard. Oh, that's, that's, that's so kind of you. So, kind of so for, for charity <sighs> and anything that, any ideas that you've got or any ideas that attendees have, um, we will listen and work hard to incorporate those ideas. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're small enough and friendly enough that we try to make it bigger and better each year. Um, <sighs> Paige, you would you would be happy to know that the the ice cream stand this year is mm-hmm. open the whole time. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the, the whole time. Like it last year, so they didn't uh, they didn't advertise the ice cream stand was open. You just have a room, a ballroom full of gamers, and all of a sudden, the smell <laughs> of freshly made waffle cones oh. permeates the room. Yep. It was like a fucking stampede. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and so and so. This year, there are four food service areas open in the resort, and and we and we give ample time if you want to leave the resort to eat in the community at any number of, of amazing local and, and ethnic uh, uh, food places. You can leave and go, um, enjoy them, and then get back in time for your next game. So, uh, but yeah, that was that was one of the things we want to have more food options open longer. So this year, the resort is all over that. Great. Well, I'm happy to hear that. I well, am this too. this is about the time where we wrap up the show. Is there any final thing you want to leave us with? Um, come to the D8 Summit. It'll be great. Well, I could say come to the D8 Summit, but no matter what you're 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 doing, no matter where you're doing it, when it when it comes to gaming, um, we're we are an exceptional community of. A community among hobbyists and if you can find a way to take this passion and this love and turn it to good outside in your community even if it's not attending the d8 summit 
do it. Um, you know, we 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 need to be that change that we want to see. Uh, we we have we have spent our whole lives, many of us ostracized, pretending to be heroes long enough that some of us actually believe we are. Get out there and be a hero in your real life, um, and and change somebody else's life for the better. Oh, that's good. That's good. My heart it is full of worms. It, it has been packed in salt and kerosene and full of charcoal, but it it twitched a little bit. <laughs> Oh, okay. you, you you are you are such a voice for positivity and don't, don't even act like that like you do so much good everywhere that you are so yeah. Um, oh yeah right well we have your contact information because you mentioned it uh, upstream in the show uh, we're gonna make sure and put all of that in our show notes Jenny do you want to remind our listeners where they can get a hold of you you can find me on Twitter at Jenny Loveday. That's G-I-N-N-Y-L-O-V-E-D-A-Y. You can find me on Facebook under the same name, and you can find me on Instagram at G underscore Loveday. Paige? You can find me on Twitter at P- Paige Lightman. That's P-A-I-G-E L-E-I-T-M-A-N Quit Giggling. And you can find me on Facebook at the same name. Also, if you look on the large uh, 5E Dungeons & Dragons Facebook group, I will be there. I'm a moderator. In addition, if you're looking for the D&D Roundtable, you can send us email at D, the letter N, D, roundtable at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at D, the letter N, D, roundtable, or on Facebook at the same thing, D, the letter N, D, roundtable. Also, pretty please... Like us on Facebook, leave us a review on Facebook, iTunes, or wherever you find your locally sourced, organic, uh, organically grown, gluten-free podcasts. We really appreciate your support, reviews, and feedback. Thank you, and good afternoon, good evening from the D&D Roundtable.